He lurked in the shadows, waiting and hoping she wouldn't take a different room. This was her usual room. He knew that. He knew her. Ghost of Me, the new book by Amanda Steele, can be found at Amazon, Kobo, Waterstones and many, many other places. Hi guys, this is Andy M. Live from Comics Unity. We first started Comics Unity around about 18 months ago, with just me and Michael, and Amanda has come on board since. But the podcast is designed to cover the latest and breaking news in the world of comics, whether in relation to TV programmes, films, books, general news, and of course, comics themselves. Although a lot of our episodes are now on various platforms such as this, the complete archive can be found over at Comics Unity Podcast Series. That's all one word. Comics Unity Podcast Series. Full stop. Bandcamp. Full stop. Dot com. Enjoy. Take care. Bye bye. Right, Amanda. What are we doing today? Comics Unity, what we've yeah. been watching on television or yeah. on laptops. Laptops, as you call it, yeah. So, unfortunately, yeah. everybody's wondering, we don't have the lovely Michael with us because it's still in lockdown and the poor guy's not allowed anyone near us yet. So, over to you soon, mate. So, okay, what are we going to talk about first today, Amanda? I have no idea. I know exactly. I've, I've got the notes, that's why. <laughs> Very helpful, I am. So, first of all, we're going to talk about our series we abandoned, actually, didn't we? A couple months ago. Which one's this? And we've abandoned quite a few series. Yeah. We Hate Susie. Oh, yeah. It started off well. Yeah. Should we tell people what it's about briefly? So I've got, I've got a, a three-page link, um, plot here, OK? It's a British drama series created by... Lucy Preble and Billy Piper. So Billy Piper is an actress whose life is thrown into turmoil when her phone is hacked and compromising photographs of her are leaked. Now, this actually was the third, I don't know if you realise about this, the third time these two have worked together, actually, it was. All right, so which other things have they worked on then? They worked on a play I've not seen, but they also said Secret, Secret Diary of a Call Girl. Oh, I used to watch that. Yeah, did you enjoy that? I saw the first series. Of it. It was three, one there, that, and then it's in the other two. Yeah, if you don't, if you've never watched it and you hear what it's about, it sounds a lot raunchier than it really is, considering the subject. It was quite tame. Yeah, I thought that it was a very interesting one. It was a very early role for it. That was the way Matt Smith actually got the role for Doctor Who, wasn't it? Crew not. He'd done something else before but, that. Yeah. And Billy Piper recommended him to, to the Doctor Who producers after that. He did so. Yeah, I vaguely remember him being in an episode of that. And I never saw that. So, anyway, do you want to tell people why we hate Susie, though? Because I think the first two episodes that it was were quite good, and then it just went barely weird. And it lost us where. I think it was episode, was it episode three or four? Where we felt like we were on a big drug trip, didn't we? Yeah, and not in a good way. It just got. The first two were, I think, were really funny. They were very near to the knuckle, weren't they? When they got leaked and yeah. leaked in front of us, they got on the TV, we got all the TV crew around the first day of doing a reality program, the first episode. And 
And it was like, oh god, it was like, it was cringeworthy but funny. And then the second one was fairly funny, but then like I said it just seemed to go nowhere, didn't it? I had, had a full episode of her and her agent basically in a hotel room with another actor from the TV show she was on, all clearly bloody on something. And next thing you know, the agent at the end of the episode was going on about she had a one-night stand that actor was not happy with herself. It just didn't see, it seemed to lose uh, the idea behind it. And it was eight yeah. episode one way. I think the public could have told the story in probably six episodes, maybe less even, true be told you. It felt, if you know what I mean, it just felt too... They spread it, spread it out too thinly, didn't they? Yeah, I think we'd give it another episode, didn't we? Because we'd enjoy the first two. We thought like, that might just be a bad one, but that was just as bad, so we'd just give it up. We give up on the fifth, fifth episode as well, didn't we? It's been like that territory anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not a recommendation because it just we felt it was one of those ones where it, it felt like they hadn't planned it out properly at all. So. Anyway, move on. American Horror Story. Do you want to start with this? Right. Well, we um, I've watched. You've watched all the first five series of this now, Amanda, haven't you? Yeah. I've seen two and five. Two because your sister last Christmas recommended to you, wasn't you? It and wasn't was, at Christmas. It was on the Zoom party on the birthday of March. Birthday March, March. Apologise. Yeah, I watched that one with you, and that freaked me out. And I felt, as with Hotel season five. I had the same problem where it was a 12, 13 episode season and it seemed to run out of steam after about eight, nine, ten episodes. And this is what happened with episode season five for me. Could you tell people what it was about, Amanda? So it's about a hotel and there's ghosts, vampires, and some of the ghosts are serial killers. Yeah. And that sort of turns out it's actually loosely based on an actual hotel built in 1893 by H.H. H. Holmes in Chicago for the 1993 World Columbian Exploration. So it was actually became known as Reddit. This hotel, obviously, in the program came known as the Murder Castle, didn't they? As it built for the main, the main characters to torture, murder, and dispose of evidence just as the Cortez. So they would... I'm, really... assuming, I'm assuming there were no real, real vampires, though, in the actual hotel that it was based on. I fully hope not. Oh. It was one I know of there ones. are some people that think they're vampires, so maybe they had them. I don't know. Oh, God, yeah. You think really, I had unbelievable casting it, really, didn't it? Because I read the cast, should I read the cast? I'll go for it, you know. You had the cast. Yeah. You had Kathy Bates, Sarah yeah. Paulson, even Painters, all of which have been in the previous one. Wes Bentley, I don't know when was, was he in the previous one season? I'd have to see a picture of him to know. Cloney Shavigny. She was. I know Matt Boomer was briefly. Dennis O'Hare, Angela Bassett, Maria Winningham, Christine Esbrook, Finn Woodrock, Lily Rabe, Anthony Rubin, John Carroll Lynch, Matt Ross, with new cast members Lady Gaga and Shanae Jackson. Which is a, it's yeah. a heck of a cast, really, that was. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the brief appearance that Matt Boomer had in season four of American Horror Story? I'll let you do that. <laughs> So there was a gay guy and he paid him some money, took him to a place which he obviously thought he was going to get some fun out of it. And then he killed him. 
But first he stabbed him in the back and he was still alive. So then he stabbed him in the film and then he started chopping his body parts up and you thought, oh, he's dead now. And then once his arm had been chopped up and dissolved, he came back to life and goes, please kill me. Ridiculous it was. Oh, dude. Killed him about three times in that bit. And it's through that performance, they offered him um, Matt Boomer. Do I know Matt Boomer from White Collar? And also through um, also the Doom Patrol was in the scene with you. And like, you, you latched off for the full season the year after, and after he was in the hotel. And I found this a very strange series, Jupiter. What yeah, do you I think thought of... I thought his very short performance in season four was probably better than the whole of his performance in season five put together. Yeah, it was a bit... I thought Lady Gaga was really good in it. She was, she yeah. was really good in it. I thought Kathy Bates is pretty good in it, but the rest of the characters, I just, I found it was one of those ones where, again, I think it was the common probably other American series is sometimes this. They're put down into a 12, 13 episode season, Fast Sugar Six. Yeah, I've seen a list as well put together of ranked from worst to best, and that's right at the top. So what, it's the, ranked the best? worst, worst, no, worst out of all the seasons. Yeah, it, it was a funny one because like, they should have done a lot. I felt they were just going around in circles. But you know what happened with, when they turned the detective in there? I'm not going to be careful because it's spoilers. But it's a few years old, so we can say it now. But the detective in it, I was like, he turned into a serial killer by the end of it. And I didn't quite get the journey really with him. And I found it a bit weird as well where they moved on years, didn't they? Where his wife obviously became a vampire and their son became yeah. a vampire. And the well, daughter, I think the detective. I think the detective was just disillusioned because he was trying to put murderers away and obviously there's like all this red tape and he just decided that he was going to start punishing people who had like broken the commandments. Yeah. And there was a good scene in the last episode, wasn't there? I did like it particularly. And they bought in a reality show, Ghost Debunker, didn't they? And she ended yeah. up, they took her in and that was really funny where... Basically, at the end, they took her into me, a lot of serial killer, ghosts, and they all turned to killing her slowly. I thought that was brilliant. I loved that because I thought that was quite funny. But it did go off and tangent several times, didn't it, as well? So now, it was, had good moments and it had bad moments. There was a good a good bit that you liked was when they brought in one of the characters in the first season, one of the witches, didn't it, in Colvin? Yeah, there's a rather large black lady who was in the the coven and she just turned up playing herself because normally they have the actors turning up playing other characters don't they yeah. which from that series yeah yeah no I agree and then actually I'm not going to say but she was quite funny that one so it was a funny one so I was a bit like that on it don't you how did it compare for you to the first four seasons of American Horror Story I don't think it was as good I did like the cameo. I found there was another season where they had a cameo as well, where they explained how one of the freaks ended up in the mental hospital. Oh, fair to me. You just thought it didn't move anywhere after you ended it, or do you feel like the plot was going around in circles a lot of the time? I don't think it went around in circles. I think it was different by the end to how it was at the beginning, so it progressed. Yeah, that was fair enough. Would you recommend me? I'm not going to go into the game when you read our reading about the book reading podcast with it marks out of 10. I didn't like it, it didn't do a lot for me. Would you recommend it to people? I think you really need to watch it because apparently it's all going to be linked together eventually, isn't it? So if you're going to skip episodes and seasons, you might miss out on something. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. So you make a recommendation among yourself. Okay, right. The next thing we're going to talk about, we're going to two more things to go with that. We've got one big, big discussion. And the next thing we're going to talk about is say we're currently watching them, aren't we? Evil. We're watching quite a bit. Evil. Yeah. Now I wanted to, I had to talk you into this because it came out last year in America. Because Mike Coulter's, Mike Coulter's new series, Mike Coulter, we both loved Luke Cage and Netflix's uh, Mar- DC, not DC, Marvel TV series, didn't we? And Luke Cage is basically yeah. an indestructible man, basically, take a villain on left hand centre. In this, he seemed to have took it a very different way, doesn't he? Well, yeah, he's played a different character. Yeah, no, he's very, the character's much more softer. And it's, it's a funny series, it is a very different series, this is. After Luke Cage was a multi primary action, this was like it's more mysteries, basically, isn't it? And a bit about doubt. So, should, should I tell people what the four main characters are in it? Yeah. You've got Katria Herbers, it's Chris Kirstein Orchard, forensic psychologist hired by David Acosta, played by Matt Coulter, to help him distinguish between legitimate instances of thematic possession and insanity. Kirstein is not religious and does not believe in demons or supernatural. Provides a skepticism testing many times as she wants a thin line to what science can account for and what it is yet to explain. Mike Coulter is David Acosta, former journalist and Catholic priest. He currently works as an assessor, tasked to investigating the confirming events of miracles reports of demons. Then you've got Aisha Majan as Ben Shaker, a contractor who worked with David as his technical expert and equipment handler. He plays devil's advocate, providing scientific explanations to supernatural phenomena. That's the main three characters, doesn't it? Yeah. Who, who steals the show? A certain person who was in Lost. And I know the person of interest, Michael Emerson. And he played Dr. Leyland Townsend, an expert in the occult who's obsessed with encouraging others to commit evil acts. He has a particular interest in being stemming from contempt for those who believe themselves incapable of sin. Okay, now we've watched up to episode six or six now, and we've got about halfway through it. Yeah, what have you thought so far to it? Well, he's really creepy, yeah, it just makes you want to start strangling him or something or punch him. (laughs) Yeah, I said he's 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 very good at that, Michael Emerson. But he played like he was a lost one, he was like really creepy in that. He wasn't, yeah. I saw I watched him through five seasons of person of interest, his characters. A 360 degree turn from this, but it was creepy in that because he used that, he's that sort of actor. He plays nerdy, he doesn't carry it, but when it doesn't, it's a, it's a nerdy character, but they're yeah. very good at hiding things, his characters, and he does really well in that. And we can talk about it, excuse me, last year, this, but we've just seen the stage where he's gone and seduced Kirstine's mum, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, brilliant it is, that is. Like, the way he just, there's a subtlety to this problem that works really well. And should we give a few examples, actually? Yeah. Where there was, um, we're going to talk spoilers here anyway, of course, like, we had an episode recently where a little girl came along and joined her, Kirstine's four daughters and their few friends in a Halloween party. And it was very subtle, because that young lady girl wouldn't take a mask off, would she? No, and it was supposed to be a friend of theirs, and her mum had sent around. <laughs> yes, and it turns out the mum actually rang up, didn't she? After a couple of hours, saying apologising, my daughter not been there, and then she had the, uh, the grandma grasped, "Who's gone round here?" I, said, I don't know. She had to go and ring them up, get a daughter out there, and they were looking for the children in the graveyard, weren't they? 
And they were absolutely yeah. like, literally shit terrifying. But we didn't see what this little girl looked like. There was this, there was hints on it. She was badly scarred and burned watching. Yeah, like was, and you saw the way the other children reacted to her. She was walking along the road and they were all running away screaming. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was worthless series, I think. It's not been quite clear, concise cases every episode, really, has it? It's been a lot of very like, inconclusive stuff, and I like the way they've done that, because it's they've not given you answers sometimes on a lot of stuff, so... And I'm looking forward to yeah. how we go along with it, certainly, so... Has there been anything you've not enjoyed, Amanda? No, I think, out of the ones that we've just started watching recently, I think this is my favourite. Yeah, we're watching three at the moment, and we'll come on, we'll talk... The other one we're going to talk about today is Hellstorm. Now, Hellstorm... Should we carry on this Monday now, then? Let people know. Yeah. Hellstorm yeah. is an American streaming television series created for Hulu, based on the Marvel characters Damien and Santana Hellstorm. It tells a standalone story in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the series actually is produced by Marvel Television ABC Signature Studios, and talks about is based on a comic called Hellstorm: Son of Satan. In this, we've got the son and daughter of a mysterious and powerful serial killer, Hellstone, follows Damien and Anna Hellstone, and their complex dynamic as they track down the worst of humanity, each with their own attitude and skills. Yeah. What have you thought the first... We've only seen the first two episodes yet. What have you thought of the first two, Amanda? I think the first one started off really well. And I think, I don't know if it's just the rest of it's not very good or if it's just because it started off so well and it couldn't keep up with that. Yeah, sometimes you find when you bring in, do pilots or something, we're bringing a really named actor, so it was quite an hard time director for it. And there was a real sense of mood in that first episode. And it was a funny one because the second episode, it, I don't know, it just didn't seem to kick on perhaps the way it should have done. But sometimes you need to give a series, I think, Cases like where you, in this one where there was real creepiness, wasn't it, about the mother who was possessed by a demon in the first episode? Yeah. But I didn't think myself like they used her as well as the good of them in the second episode. He's and seen, the scene where the scene where the guy got sacrificed, I like that bit. Oh, you what you know, to get you. Right? <laughs> it's when I yeah. knew that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's quite effective. That's probably the best scene in it, really, wasn't it? So, what do you think? To, I'm not going to go for the whole cast here. What do you think to the two main characters, Damien and Anna? How did they, they develop both characters so far? I don't think they've really used them as much as they could have done. But it opened up with the guy, didn't it? And he was doing the, the, the little kid pretending to be possessed. And the way he just tricked him and just basically said, you know, your son's faking it. Yeah. And then you saw the case in the second episode with Damien where he actually went and pulled the demon down to a guy's body, didn't he? So you saw what yeah. sort of power he's got, because he seemed to exhaust him afterwards. Don't know what sort of power the sister's got yet, but she she does seem to go around killing serial killers, and she? It's quite ruthless, that's what really sure of it, so. And still has a, a grudge against her mum, so. We'll see, guys. I said, watch your space. More details to come. Would you recommend it at the moment, Amanda? At the moment, I'm still undecided. I'm probably going to decide after watching another episode. Yeah, so we'll, we'll tell you more next one, guys. So it, it's got a little case now for me. So. Right, to conclude TV, we're going to talk about what do you think we're going to talk about, Amanda? 
we're going to talk about something so good I can't remember. Super. <laughs> it's super. Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're on to, of course, obviously, after a six-month break, now we launched the Combat Man in the last seven episodes, haven't we? Yeah, we've already watched two. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, episode 14 was called The Last Holiday. What did you think of this episode, Amanda? I thought in some ways it was sort of a more light-hearted break from all the serious stuff, but in other ways it did sort of deal with the Jack thing, like he's got his soul back and he's seeking redemption. And I don't think Dean's quite ready to forgive him yet, but he did say he wants to. But it's, you know, it's a big thing, really, isn't it, to get over if someone's killed your mum? Oh, God, completely. Now, in this episode, people are wondering, where obviously we're talking about... They absolutely they had some lot of power cord, didn't they? So they had to reset the bunker and it released yeah. a wood nymph called Mrs. Butters. And Mrs. Butters seems to be like the mother of her. They've not had her for quite some time, didn't she? And just mothering them around, mothering them about four episodes, giving them sandwiches they were going to take away when they were going killing monsters. Find show them yeah, how the bunker could be used. Yeah, they were saying that the bunker had only been, or hadn't been operating at full capacity and there was actually a monster tracker. So they were basically just like tracking monsters like there's vampires here that kick the door down, kill them, come back home and that would just like go on like that and they'd just keep finding the monsters instead of the whole thing where you've got to track them down and find out if they really are monsters. It would save a lot of time. Oh, yeah, completely. They, they, they showed them very bits of the bunker. Like they hadn't been misused over the years, but they weren't announced, I suppose. So. Right, a couple of bits and pieces for you this one, OK? Did you see Dean's robe in this episode, his bedtime robe? It was a direct yeah. callback to his nightgown and Scooby Natural. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, I did read about that before. Yeah, a purpose repair with a slip on the side. Where, yeah. And the same thing where we lifted his nightgown up and then realised there was nothing underneath and pulled the same face. Yeah. Did you see, <laughs> um, you also had some other things on at one point, a pair of boxer shorts. And some of the fans are picking up, they said they think those boxer shorts need to Scooby and Shaggy. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's why. So, And there was also, um, what do you reckon to the, the, the couple of good lines in this was? Um, this is going to get them research and report. It seemed pretty popular. Mrs. Butter's tone darkened when she sees Jack, didn't she? And she asked him, asked, who are you? Shocked at what he was. And Dean arrives just in time and says, he's a millennial. Don't let that throw you. He's a good kid. Yeah. And there was um, a line that seemed very popular was, the best line in the episode went to Sam who told his brother, see, as if he's done it a thousand times. Ignoring your trauma doesn't make you healthy. Which is wise words for all the suppose, isn't it? So, but yeah. how did you find this episode generally? Did you really enjoy it? I did. I liked the wood nymph and I'd love to see her come back like when they're fighting against God because she's obviously got some serious power. Yeah, she could prove big I outfit. don't think she I don't think she will, but it would be nice to see her come back. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I say. It's one of those ones you just don't know what the capable of doing in this series sometimes. So right, okay. Should we move on to episode fifteen? Yeah. Episode 15 is called Give Me Shelter, which I think is a Rolling Stone song, if I remember correctly as well. Now, how did you feel about this episode, Amanda, where Sam and Dean took a bit of a backseat in this episode, didn't they? 
Yeah, and Cass sort of took his surrogate son on a sort of hunting trip. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a it was a bit of an unusual one this moment because I felt it was like a feel good moment really to have like a father and son adventure this month in this time, didn't it? So. Yeah, it was, because when they were talking about going there as well to investigate what was happening with this church, if there was a moment where Jack goes, can we wear matching ties? Oh, no, was... <laughs> and the sack's like, and then sack's like, what? I mean, Cassie's like, why not? A blue suit is shoe. <laughs> well, it was really, it was really bizarre, because like, it was like, when you saw them pulling up towards those chaps people, you could tell like, oh, they were not very good at talking to people and investigating the case, really, were they? They relied, I think both relied on Sam and Dean they felt it basically. And yeah, well, there was a moment where Jack's holding out his ID and it's upside down. I and know. I'm sure there's an episode early on when Cass decided he wanted to hunt that he did something similar and had this badge upside down. So it's like he's come full circle <laughs> and now he's teaching somebody else how to do it. I think so as well. What got me wasn't it, and twisted both of this was the fact was it made you wonder how Angel stayed secret for so long. Because they're not particularly good liars. <laughs> Neither yeah. of them are, aren't they, really? And you had um, with Jack basically talking to the pastor's daughter. And like it, you could see it when he was talking to her, very um, uncomfortable doing it, basically, wasn't it? He's not got much life experience. He's only a couple of years old, technically. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. So it was like, it was, um, I quite liked the bit when um, bit we talked about his mum, Kelly, in it. Yeah. The pastor's daughter, that showed really why it's you probably it never turns out looser than that to someone because like his mum's always mum's always been part of him, even though he, he didn't really know her, did he? No, and that's that was really nice. That was so now, obviously, where were Sam and Dean this episode? They were in it, weren't they, Amanda? Briefly, well, yeah, what were they doing? More briefly than usual. Oh, God, yeah. It wasn't the Sam and Dean show this time, that's for sure. So, okay, where were they, Amanda, then? I'll let you tell people. They were going to check, try and God's sister, weren't they? Is Maria? He said, also known, Amara, as, yeah. also known as the Darkness, right? Yeah. It used to have a thing for Dean, so... Oh, no, it's no surprise, <laughs> that really. Is it really? Right, so I said he doesn't surprise me, right? So that's why, but yeah, it's... It was interesting, really, because they obviously went to go and try and persuade her to help take out Chuck, didn't they? But I don't know if Yeah, sure. but they've said that they're going to kill her, but obviously they're not going to tell her that. So I don't know exactly what they're up to, like, if they're trying to trick her. Because I don't think they've changed their mind about killing her. So it's clearly some kind of trick. And yeah. she's not going to be happy when she finds out. Yeah, I quite, I think... I can't, that seems a throwaway, but the, the gravitas when Dean went back to chapter her, didn't he? And he demanded a reason yeah. for knowing why they brought the mum back to the land and living, on her time so she was killed later on. And um, it was really interesting that was because um, then where her response, do you remember what she said to him? She asked if he, she could trust him, and he, he looked her in the eye and said that he would never harm her. But I also noticed the fact that he said he would never harm her. He never mentioned the fact that he wouldn't get Jack to do anything to her. Exactly. And it was, um, I quite like the fact here on this one when we talk about the mum, because he was doing about the mum, didn't they? I'd say, like, bringing Mary back was not an underhanded way for Dean to suffer the pain of a loss again. It was a lesson of learning the truth about his mum 
seeing how she was better than even the memory dictators. So it was like, how you move on what in your life? And it was quite interesting because then the real lie came, the, what the, how should we put this, Monday? Twist came at the end of it, didn't it, really? And kind of set the scene for what yeah. came next in with Jack. Do you want to tell people? Yeah. Well, we've not seen the completely to the end, have we? Because we got to a certain part of it and we don't know if we've missed a sentence or a minute or how long we've been. Well, it was, it it was a funny ending what we got there, guys. <laughs> that it, was, it was not the ending. <laughs> yeah, but up to that stage and definitely when Fawcett, Dean's Cassiel and Dean had a chat at the end of it, what Jack said to Cassiel, what was your opinion of that then? I don't know what's going to happen there because I don't know if Cassie's actually going to tell the Winchesters and if they're going to have to try and find a completely new way to kill Bod. Or because of everything Jack's already gone through, maybe it's too late for him to stop and he's going to be a bomb and kill himself and God at the same time, whether he chooses to go ahead with it or not. I think they're a bit of a wait, aren't you? I can see the sacrifice going to somebody else and they'll probably probably survive at the end of it. But was it? Well, they've, all, they've already set things into motion now, aren't they? Because he was... Was he drinking Angel's blood? It was a while ago now, wasn't it? Mm. And, then he, and then he went and got his soul back. So it's like, he's already done those things. So maybe it's already in motion and there's no way of stopping whatever's going to happen now. Yeah, who knows, girls and girls. Well, that's all we're going to talk about today because we are starting to watch a look at other Tora Tuba programmes, aren't we, Amanda? But hopefully we're back on board in a couple of weeks now. Probably just after Supernatural finishes. And at the moment, obviously, as Manchester and lockdown, we don't know the next one's in Michael. So I'm going to be doing a comics review. And I need to speak to my new friend as well. Like possibly doing an analysis of the comics one as well. So we'll see. There'll be other things coming, but watch your space. Say bye, Amanda. Bye. See you all soon, guys. Stay safe and stay on. Oh, 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 oh.